Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. And I'm going to check. Okay. What's up, podcast world? It's Monday. This is too much dip. Commerce is happening in the building. We know it because we can hear it next door. Somebody, somebody's getting poured out. That's all I know. This is Dave. We got a full house today. We got big game Brett joining us. KJ's in the building. Dylan's here. Let's go one by one and have them say their favorite thing about me. Dylan. Uh, I don't have anything nice to say about you, uh, but I am very happy to be here. Wow. No, your, your mustache. You got a good mustache, Dave. I had to trim it today. Really? Yeah. It looks good, man. Alyssa, she was putting Rose down, and she looked at me. She goes, I might want to trim that. She gave me the, the, the international sign for scissors. It does go over the over the lip quite a bit when it, when you really let it go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm bad about it. I need to just buy a mustache trimmer. I don't know why I haven't. Mm-hmm. What are you using? Scissors? What are you doing? I, got, I use whatever's in her drawer, like the little lady scissors. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you trim your mustache with lady scissors. I don't know what they're called, that's but like, that's what um, I use. She uses them to like cut the tags off dresses and stuff. Yes, and you honestly, use them on not your mustache. Like Venus razor or something. Right. Okay. Um, yes. One of those commercials. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing, Brett. Hey, Brett, introduce yourself. Yeah, Dave. You're already fa- singing. My favorite thing about you is you're a uh, you're a short backswing king. Thank you. And I'm trying to uh, decrease my my length and my my backswing myself. Wow. So you're, I, you're I, I, the right I podcast. Look, I look up to you, Dave. You trying to lose speed? What are you doing? Yeah. Gain accuracy? Sure. I'm down with that. Hmm. You need to watch Trevino. Who? You need to Lee? watch old Lee Trevino. Yeah. He's, he's more athletic than I am, man. It's a Pulp Fiction guy. Lee would just put it out there, just a little fade, just yeah. a little cut right out in the fairway. Well, never not, missed a fairway. I'm not ready to play old man golf just yet, but okay, well. Uh, they've well, never missed a fairway. Don't watch my video course on how to backswing. Well, hello, yeah, KJ. Yeah, no one wants to watch that. <laughs> we need a, I think it's about time for another one. Yeah, that's true. I, I, did, I did miss the uh, second annual six-month-later Masters uh, opening tee shot, but uh, – David, it's 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 very uh, easy for me to name my favorite thing about you. Aside from your exceptional skills, uh, when it comes to knowledge of the city of Waco mm-hmm. and the ongoings there within, uh, it's got to be uh, your ability to uh, drop in with the squad and actually execute the plan as uh, as as people would expect. So, wow! Yeah. And what do I rate on the? You're saying the Dylan doesn't do scale. that? You're saying uh, you don't do that? You know, new friend Dylan. I can't speak of it. You know. Uh, I only can talk about players that are currently on the team. Mm. Uh, while we were twitching, if you will, you know, twitch.com slash wash media. Oh, we got some kills the other day together. Yeah, yeah. It was a going away party, seemingly, because people in the chat did ask, why is Dylan the only one not on the Sizzle Squad? And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, he's been a lone wolf since day one. So. I'm more of a solo guy. Everybody knows that about me. I like to, you know... I'm not good at uh, team the teamwork aspect of the game. You do the will so to freeze much. where you go in the backyard and throw the ball and there's nobody to throw it to, so you just throw it and then run and get it and then throw it back. <laughs> I used to do that in my backyard with a football. I would just like throw it at the tree. Like that was like my receiver I was trying to hit. And I'd just go get it and pick a new tree, throw it. That was the thing I did. You didn't for have sure. the, the the tire loop? Like throwing it through a tire? I didn't have one of those, no. Which was also always a silly like thing, like, all right. Does it count if I hit the tire? Clearly not. Does it count if it like hits the inside ring of the tire? Like sh- it should. It caught the ball. I'm supposed to get it through the tire. That's excessive. Yeah. Well, I mean, how bad do you want it? 
I don't know. If, no. it hit, if it hits their hands, they should catch it. I think my sad kid uh, activity was playing Ken Griffey, but by that I mean I would just toss the ball towards the fence in the backyard with my left hand, whichever side you put your glove on, with my right hand, and then run up against the fence and oh, try to rob, rob myself of a home run oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. with the other hand. Of course. Dude, nothing better than robbing yourself of a home run. <laughs> Just, 60% of the time, it either goes over the fence or just nowhere near where you're yeah. jumping. <laughs> King Griffey Jr. Baseball is one of my most played video games of all time. Dude, Frank Thomas's circle was just enormous. <laughs> it was the entire strike zone. It was a problem. It was the new Gen X early on. I mean, seriously. like what, <laughs> That thing, I mean, you couldn't miss. You're making contact no matter what. If you did not hit it out, you did something wrong. It was a girthman. The big hurt, man. The big hurt. He will steal your wife. I watch him do it. Just don't let him in the cafe break. of the gym, anywhere around your family. Maybe just don't talk to Frank Thomas at the gym. He's <laughs> carrying that duffel bag, and it's full of pheromones. Hey, what do you got in that bag? <laughs> uh, Brett, man, what was your favorite thing to do as a kid? Uh, like, in the, in the same vein here of, of playing baseball, I would lay on my, my living room floor with my glove on and throw the ball up towards my ceiling. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's some, yeah. Vaulted, some vaulted That's ceiling. That's classic, so, kid. Yeah. I, I, you would catch it a lot of the time, but sometimes you would miss, and it would, you would like go to catch it. It would uh, bang yes. the floor, and your mom would come out and be like, "Stop doing that!" Or you would hit the ceiling, and you would leave the the seam mm. marks on the ceiling. Yeah, so I would do that pretty much every day. You know, it was one of the funnier things you could do in in like grade school. This is really stupid, hmm. but did you ever have somebody who would get a pencil perfectly sharpened and flick it up at the ceiling, and it would just stick in oh, the yeah. tile? Absolutely. We we would just go like that. It like was so funny to see yeah. one like just hanging there. You're like, okay, that's so dumb. No, but it was like, tight, dude. The, the teacher would come in and be like, who, who did this? It was like the original axe oh, throw. No, miss. You just try to stick it. <laughs> oh, no, like miss. This, probably this safer. Right here is perfect for it. Probably safer. <laughs> oh. We're going to talk sports today, among other things. If you guys want to hit the dip line, please do so by calling 833-371-DIP. That's dip with two Ps, 833-371-DIP with two Ps. We'll check in next week with the dip line. Let us know what we did right, what we did wrong. We just have fun here. Follow us on social, Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter, Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. And if you like merch and you want to show your support for this podcast or any of our other ones in Washed Media, go to washedmedia.shop. Again, washedmedia.shop. Check it out. Do it for Dippy. Before we get into it, we gotta we got to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Vizzy. Vizzy Hard Seltzer. It's the seltzer of the summer, the official seltzer of this podcast and this network. Uh, try something with an option that gives you like uh, antioxidant vitamin C, maybe the superfruit acerola, Look, all of that. If you're drinking a, a competitor of Vizzy right now, that's just because you haven't tried Vizzy yet. I promise you, once you try it, you will know what we're talking about when I say that. It is the superior hard seltzer on the market it's the first hard seltzer crafted with antioxidant vitamin c they were kind of the new guys on the block when we we started doing Vizzy reads like last year yeah mm-hmm. and now i feel like they're just uh they're kind of boss in the game right now the word the word is getting out it's getting out you know people I mean? love it it's a bad day to be a Vizzy. every day is a bad day to be a Vizzy in my world i'll say this they have a, a top five market share in the hard seltzer market analytics with brett they're coming, i don't they're coming for top three though i don't i don't want them to be number one right now i want them to be number one in the future after we've had our say with them okay. but number one, i don't i don't want to be on top i want to be gunning for something and that's what we're doing right you now. want to play the underdog role exactly well a little chip on the shoulder with dip undrafted well we're about a month into Vizzy dropping their lemonades and mm. raspberry lemonade 
Check. Strawberry lemonade? Check. Peach lemonade? Fuck. Check. Watermelon lemonade? You already know where the, I stand on this. The watermelon lemonade's a problem. Watermelon I got, sugar? I'm not kidding. I People... Bye. I catch myself, I finish off every Vizzy by just pouring it from like uh, like three inches above my head into my mouth. For no reason. I, I really do that. Like it's the uh, Luca. My, it's from downtown. Yeah, bang. Double bang. My wife walked in and said, what are you doing? Why don't you just drink it? Like out of, I don't know. You're on the couch, David. Watching the fights. Just, just having a Vizzy with the boys. By the boys, I mean my, my very young son and my dog. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun, a lot of fun, man. Zero grams of sugar in the lemonade. Stick. Zero grams, five percent ABV, hundred cows, less than one gram of real cane sugar in the uh, original Vizzy flavors. But yeah, like KJ said, zero grams per twelve ounces serving in the Vizzy lemonade. Check it out. Upgrade your hard seltzer to Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase it. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com/wash. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com/wash. Must be twenty-one or older, guys. Did you guys see the sports fights? Uh, it, it just makes sense that we start off with combat sports minutes. Since it was kind of electric. As someone who didn't even watch them live, I caught the highlights, uh, except for the leg break, which I refused to watch. I told you, do not watch this. I have a, a, a squeamish, squeamish? Stump, tummy. Can't do it. I don't like to see that stuff. I did catch a still image of it, unfortunately. Mm. Contact. And that's about all I need. You know it was an electric night when uh, just chatter about a broken leg exists? And you get one sent, and I think I screwed up, and I sent the, uh, a link to a broken leg or what looked to be a broken leg from the night. And the immediate response was, no, 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 not even that one. There's the one that yeah. was worse. Like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question about broken legs in combat sports. As the expert Please. on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, every time I, I, catch, I catch a video of this hap occurring, it's always a leg kick. Okay. Um, what is there a proper, like, what? When they teach you to kick somebody, is there a proper way to do so? Because it just seems like a, a very risky move in a fight like this to kick someone's shin. That's a very hard part of the body. He got way too high, way too close to his knee. Like, I don't know if he got excited or he didn't impl plan on Uriah Hall moving in that closely. We're talking about Chris Weidman. Um, he just threw that kick, and there's probably – I mean, these guys, like, their, their shin bone, if you were to, like, Look at it. There's probably like millions of like microscopic uh, little fractures in the shin bone just from years of that, you know, training those kicks. And yeah, the form there, he, he definitely got a little bit ahead of himself on it. So it was and, a, uh, the, the form was not as it should be. I, I don't want to talk out of turn, but I don't think so. Okay. Is there any, I mean, not responsibility, but if you're the one guarding against a leg kick, like one would think taking that kick with the outside of your shin, you know, makes somebody less susceptible to breaking their leg. You check. But it also, you're taking a lot more damage. So are you ever trying to, like, yes. protect with the shin? It's called checking a kick. Okay. So you turn, you essentially you turn it, the shin out so mm -hmm. they hit shin instead of your calf. Because calf kicks, as you saw with, like, the Connor Dustin Poirier fight, um, it, it can disable a leg, and like if you're a guy who's a striker, like you can't strike with your yeah. lead leg beat up like that because you can barely put weight on it. Um, so it's a really good tactic if you're fighting somebody who. Man. These videos know. are tough, and they always, I guess, because of the adrenaline going, they don't feel it right away. So oh. they always try and plant on the snapped leg, and I just. That was the worst. It's part. Tough to watch. I honestly didn't know if we were going to see more bone, like the way he he went back to step on it. And he, you know, he didn't realize it. Yeah, it's oh. awful. It's the worst. It's the worst I've seen. And ironically, Anderson Silva did the same thing yeah. against Chris Weidman. 
years oh, ago. Really? Which yeah. Silva was, I won't say known for, but that was a big part of his repertoire was shin kicks. Like, yeah. he would go into his back for that a lot before going into grapples and whatnot. Um, so for him to have snapped his leg on it against Weidman, just yikes. Yeah, uh, Weidman's a, I guess he's more known as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Anderson Silver, like one of the greatest strikers of all time. And, yeah, it's his wasn't as bad. I don't remember his as much. Like, this one just seemed worse, mainly because you had uh, Dana White uh, tweeting out uh, the video, a slow-motion video of it, um, seemingly to gas up Uriah Hall for the fastest – or the, the first knockout in UFC history, uh, or first W, I guess, uh, with zero strikes thrown. Um, which is kind of crazy. But I, I just thought that was interesting for Dana to tweet that out. I was like, man, I don't know if – I mean, I guess it's clicks, it's eyeballs. We're talk, We're leading mm-hmm. off the, the combat sports minute with it. So, um, yeah, brutal. Apparently his surgery went well. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know how you come back from that. Anderson how do you, how do you did. trust it again? You know? Exactly. How do you, I never how do you throw, throw, how do you throw a kick with that? If you're, on the, if you're on that card and you have a fight after that, how do you go in there throwing kicks? Like, I, I, I would – because those guys are paying Ugh. attention to what's going on out is there. Is kicking a big part of his game? Like you mentioned, Silva had it in his bag. But does, does he Weidman? Yeah, is he a, a kicker? Not necessarily. I mean, he has that, but he's. I think he's more trying to get you to the ground. Right. Especially with a guy like Uriah Hall. But. Are there certain – I guess is it more common for a fighter to have that as a part of his soul kit or whatever we want to say there, or you use it against certain fighters to back them off, or you know they're going to try certain things, so you have to just have that ready for – different people yeah you see most guys throwing leg kicks guy wrestlers like i think it's easier for a, re- a guy with a wrestling background to pick up uh leg kicks than it is like just to become like a great boxer mm-hmm. um you have to have like a certain element of that but as you saw with ben Askren, like who is a wrestler as well like eh, they're not exactly the the best strikers in the world gotcha um you got to get you a guy who can do all of it um but yeah, that was tough. And then earlier, I don't know if y'all saw the dude who got uh, Anthony Smith uh, threw a kick to uh, I forget his first name. Crute, the English guy's uh, knee, disabled his knee, hit a nerve. Mm. I thought he blew his ACL. I thought he, like just disabled that dude's knee. The video of his corner like checking his leg for like resistance and be like, "Are you okay?" He and like dead. tapping it, <laughs> his leg just looked like Jello. It was. Oh, it, it was, was pretty disturbing. And he was like standing on it. And yeah. all I could think, I'm like, dude, you're doing damage. Like whatever's holding mm. that thing up is going to snap. So what, like, what was the official injury to it? He just, it was just a, just a knee kick that, that got like a nerve. And it just, it was like a, a really bad dead leg. And I guess like put his leg to sleep basically. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing is after he got it and he, he took Anthony Smith down, um, which is really kind of crazy that like. He was he was getting pieced up before that by Anthony Smith's jab, but that was that was a wild one. But of course, uh, the the two knockouts that everybody's talking about, Kamara Usman, kind of Dallas's own. I'm claiming him, yeah, by I mean, way of Nigeria, right? Um, I think he's an Arlington guy too. Lives there, fights there. Um, I, I'm, I've got family members of family members who are are, are close with uh, close with them. I have no, I've never met him or had any relationship with him, but. Uh, the dude's a beast. One yeah. of the cleanest knockout punches I've ever seen. We're going to watch the slow-mo. I if you were sitting behind it. <laughs> Have you seen the slow-mo, That's, Brett? I, People uh, got wet yes. behind it. Let's watch the slow-mo. Oh, there's a uh, oh, splash. Yeah, this is like th- – there's a really cool uh, photo Still of shot, it. shot, yep. 
and you can see like the sweat is just flying the lights catching it perfectly it's a really cool shot but i'm glad you gosh. brought that up is that the is that the greatest photo in combat sports history like that looked like something out of a Rocky movie that people wouldn't believe. It was and pretty like, wild. That photo is one of the best photos I've ever seen in sports. Like non-Ali, like rope-a-dope back off. Like this is uh, – it's pretty incredible. I think uh, uh, watching something like that but then having the fighter who's on the receiving end of that, especially Jorge Masvidal, who's – I don't know if you want to call him a shit talker, but he's definitely a showman. He's a shithead. And, and shows up talking a lot of shit before all his fights. For him to come back after that and be like, you know what? In front of all my home fans, I guess he's from Miami. They were in Jacksonville for this 305. fight. Um, in the building. In every bit of his post game, I guess you got to be humble in that situation. But he flat out just gave it to him. He's like, hey, he's got my number. He showed me something he didn't have in the first fight. I didn't think he had the power, and he absolutely okay. gave it to me. He is, good, uh, good for him, he's eating a lot of words because yeah. before this fight, so they fought previously, and it wasn't really close. Uh, now, Jorge took the fight on six days' notice, so didn't have a full training camp, so he kind of had that excuse. But he got dominated by Usman, who's, I think, by, by, at this point, he's pound for pound the best in the world right now, mm -hmm. um, him or John Jones, um, with Habib retired. But... Jorge Masvidal, you might know him from the knee, yep. the flying knee yeah, against Ben yeah, Askren. I'm, I'm familiar with him. Um, he he was like before this fight saying he's one of the softest punchers I've ever faced. He's like I couldn't believe it. How, you know he's got pillow hands, mm. and uh, he's never been finished like uh, he's never been knocked out like that ever. And he's had a ton of fights. Like the joke on him is that he's a journeyman. And he's lost quite a bit of fights, but he's definitely established himself. Well, he was out immediately, and of course, he caught about uh, three or four hammer punches at the end there when he was already laid out. Yeah, yeah. you're which you hate to see. Herb Dean's got to get in there. Yeah, uh, he's a little slow. He, he did was... the same thing to Ben Askren after the knee punch, or after mm -hmm. the knee to the head. But yeah, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, like in the the new thing is the uh, reaction gifs or the reaction takes from uh, the commentators, Rogan, <sighs> Cormier. They were excited. They they know they're they've got a camera on them so they but yeah. it's it's so genuine it, it's one of my favorite things uh, but yeah Usman dude he's an absolute beast yeah he is now he's got Connor trying to call him out wanting to fight at one seventy that's yeah just, right nobody uh, Connor's got he's just got was nah. the reaction after that knockout or after Rose it might have been Rose I think it was after Rose you're, you're I, probably I right think because I remember seeing that earlier in the night but this might be one of my favorite knockouts and speaking of leg kicks if when we watch this somebody did comment that you can tell that um uh, what's the other fighter's name i, I it always jang wiley jang that she almost was like prepping or defending for a leg kick and she i guess was trying to check the kick sh shortly before and she was expecting it low and just took it straight to the dome i think everybody thought this would be a, a steamroll like rose is great but like this is like Zhang is like one of the best, and oh, really? she she beats the shit out of people. And this this came out of nowhere. We'll watch the knockout right now. Yeah, I haven't seen this one yet. This this got Twitter going pretty good when Thug Rose was doing her thing. This is so clean. So oh. right there, you saw her Ooh. left leg. It was either that or she was like teeing off on a shot. That is Dylan needs that done to his ear. Oh, I don't I don't think that's gonna help me, Brett. <laughs> that'll, that'll blow whatever's clean, in there. Yeah, that'll clean you. His ears have been attended to that'll right now. Don't issue his back. That's that's a very athletic kick. Did you see what I was referring to with her left leg right before the? Uh, yeah, she kick? was she so, was looking for something else. Yeah, so Shang on her left, her lead leg widens it out, like thinking she was going to get a low kick, right. and it just came it straight low at all. to the head. Yeah, that was uh, that was really unexpected, and Rose. 
she's a really interesting personality. Um, she was, she's very, um, very humble, like in, in the right sense of the word. Um, and in her, and when she got the belt put on her, you know, she's crying and Rogan's up there interviewing her. He starts crying. He's such a softy. Um, it, it was a really cool moment. Um, all in all, really good card. Minus, I'm, I'm so glad that the highlight of it wasn't the dude, Chris Weidman, breaking his leg. Because that was just, that was, that was, that almost put a damper on the evening. Everybody having to see that. So as a, as a lay, a lay UFC person, what's next for UFC in 2021? What are we excited about now? Oh, June fight is big, right? Well, this was they, also their first fight in front of fans. We should mention that too. There are 15,000 people, including Tom yes. Brady, Gardner Minshew, and, uh, Blaine Gabbert was there. Blaine Gabbert, yes. That's who I was trying to struggle to get to. One quick other note on uh, Rose. I mentioned that she made the anti-communist uh, comments uh, prior to the fight about Shang last week. Shout out to Juliet, uh, listening to the Discord. It's talking about, uh, or she informed me that Rose made those comments because she's from the thoroughly anti-communist home country of Lithuania. Uh, and so it was, it just meant more, if you will. Mm. So shout out to Rose for the win, but... There's a fight in June that's pretty a pretty big card, and I think it's going to be their first back to Vegas with a bunch of fans. Who was on that card? IDK. I'm looking it up. I know we've got we've got Stylebender Israel Adesanya fighting uh, mm. Marvin Vittori. Uh, that sounds like a he's, he's Italian. A heavy favorite, he's right? an absolute Italian. Stylebender's at that at that division in that division. He's the man. He's the guy who tried to move up to light heavyweight and got just that's absolutely right. dominated by the Polish hammer. Um, his nickname, not uh, mine. Okay. Uh, and then we got we got Connor Dustin Poirier three. We think yes. that trilogy fight's gonna happen. I think. I don't know, man. I I don't really. I was talking to to Dan, aka Jack Hammer, at the gym yesterday, and I was like, no desire to see Connor fight anymore. That's mm-hmm. in July. which is sad. That's in July. Mm-hmm. Okay. But oh, and of course we had Jake Paul in the building, who uh, got in a little dust up with Daniel Cormier, one of the commentators. Uh, and Cormier has been pretty critical of him. They were kind of nose to nose, Jake Paul in the crowd, and it wasn't like a work. I don't think it was like a setup deal. Like Cormier, like he must have been chirping Cormier or something, because mm-hmm. for, for Cormier to get up from the table and go over there, and it was uh, it was pretty wild. Video was they didn't show it, at least I didn't see it on the broadcast, but video was out there on Twitter. Is Cormier one of the guys that he's called out to, that he wants to fight? He probably he, has, but Cormier's retired, and you Cormier's don't he, like, you don't want that. <laughs> but is is he a can he throw hands? Is he like Cormier is a, Cormier is the five ten five foot ten heavyweight slash light heavyweight. Is he a boxer? He's though, a wrestler he? wrestler first, but he has better hands than Ben Askren. Cormier, like, uh, much like Prince Fielder uh, in the body issue, gave me confidence to continue living in my own skin very yeah. confidently. Because uh, yeah, I know he's a big fella. Cormier, yeah. uh, he's he's shocked me throughout his career. All the fights with John Jones, and then his pivot to being behind the mic and doing content. Is really, really, really done well with the dissect series. Like, if you have ESPN Plus, detail, not dissect. Yeah, check it out when he breaks down fights. It's really good. Yeah. One of the better things ESPN Plus does, and I don't think that people really know it's even there. But yeah, I don't. Jake Paul, I, I don't want to watch him fight DC. I don't. I would just. Uh, I don't know. I, I hate that he's a thing now. And I guess I'm making it worse by bringing it mm-hmm. up on the pod. But the take now is that Jake Paul like has a right. He's got a right hand. That's what people are saying. He does. I mean, he. But he's never been punched in the face by by literally anybody. He's right. Fought. He. I don't. Yeah. He's never fought anyone who has any kind of a boxing background. Right. Is the Logan Paul, um, Mayweather thing happening? Uh, yeah. 
I think that's a th- I saw that and until it's not. I mean, it was supposed to happen in February. It's supposed to happen in June now. So I imagine it will be if they can find a venue like Vegas. Well, you know, Floyd's not going to fight anywhere that's not Vegas, probably. But if they can have a venue where Floyd can pack it out and make the money to make it worth his time, I'm sure they'll do something. So Logan Paul, I believe, is a lot bigger than Mayweather, right? He's a big both dude. Both of them are, I believe. Yeah, right? they're both. Yeah, but I think Logan's the bigger yeah. of the Paul brothers. He doesn't look uh, as stacked. He but won't. He won't touch Floyd. Like he won't make. He won't land a single punch probably. But it's it, it'll be a pretty boring exhibition, I think. Yeah, um, I didn't really know he was getting into the fighting stuff, but on the Paul brothers, like they're both probably juiced up. Um, and let me say this: they're they're both millionaires, like ten yeah. times over, right? If you had millions of dollars and nutritionist and professional training. You could become an adequate striker, boxer, or any name your name your trade in a year. Yeah. Not saying you could go and compete in the UFC, but like you could you could hold your own and like they're big kids and they're both, you know, probably athletic. Um, I think they definitely are athletic. You land you land a punch like that and you know what you're doing, like you're gonna put somebody out. Yeah, I'm from the mean streets. Ohio. Of, of Ohio. Yeah. They're all, of course they're all <laughs> What part of Ohio are they from? The only thing that could keep me long-term interested in, like, the whole Triller Circus Act thing, I joked about, like, a Jenna Marbles, Ronda Rousey-type fight, but I think the pivot that that needs to make at some point is if they began doing those, like, uh, I feel like when we see, like, the Roy Jones Jr. or the Tyson fights, you know they're into it, but they're not trying to kill one another, but you get a reasonable amount of competitive nature. If they did this and then also said, hey the purse is going to charity like that pivot would make it feel a little less grimy to me. Like I don't need to see dudes, you know, getting their nights locked out or lights knocked out. Nights locked out. Um, just for the sake of making Jake or Logan Paul some money like yeah. that, that part I'm just like, all right, I'm out on that. Yeah, that's what I, what, what I think stinks the most about this whole trend is that they're, they're using their clout to get into a sport that they don't really belong. I mean, they, and, Jake Paul hasn't fought a true boxer yet. Yeah. And so they really they have nothing to lose. If they, if they do, when they finally do lose one of these fights, it's like, yeah, he's a YouTuber. He's not supposed to win. So it's a, a win-win. it's a win-win all the way around. Um, Go get the bag. I, I, I respect it. that part as the, long as it's, it's just not my, my cup of tea. The entire trailer experience feels scummy to me. Yeah. Everything about it. Like, I, don't, I, I know it was an app. It's still an app, and it's pivoting now. I don't understand – are we going to get a WeWork-esque ending to the Triller experience, but it's going to be like Firefest WeWork into content creation? Like mm-hmm. The under underbelly of that whole scene cannot be pretty. I need somebody to fight Chet Hanks. <laughs> That's fair. I want to see – Chet's a pretty strong dude. I've seen him lifting on there, and apparently, I thought he was, like, big. He's only, like, 5'10", hmm. so he's okay. not quite a short king, but he's kind of flirting with it. Um, but somebody's got to fight Chet. And mm-hmm. I, it would not shock me for a Paul brother to beef with Chet Hanks because they're like, they're they're the same person basically. I want to see maybe yeah. like a Rachel Dolezal fight Chet Hanks. Oh, wow! What would you call that belt? I don't know. The, I don't know. I know there's some uh, high fashion, hype beast type companies that would uh, want to brand it. Maybe the off white brand could have okay. some interest. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Let's move it along. Really I'm proud of yourself. Don't out move of my it. You're the one who did it. Kid. <laughs> Where are they from in Ohio? They're from Westlake, Ohio, Save which me. is a suburb of Cleveland. Northeast. Very Ohio. cool. Uh, Nothing is given. To me, this ends, by the way, in Paul versus Paul. Mm. Give us what the Klitschko brothers never did. Yeah. Mm. I would not pay for that. No. 
In fact, let, let me just say, I won't be paying for any more trailer events. Sadly, so Hold many me to people it. will pay for Hold it. me to I it. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the paying for fights question, I know you're one that is not ashamed to uh, collect your content uh, respectfully and legally. Uh, Periscope offed itself uh, a month or so ago. And that was my go-to to watch somebody in their living room oh, yeah. filming their TV during a big fight. When I just didn't feel like buying in. His girlfriend's in the back yelling at him. <laughs> like, the sound clouds are being dropped. Is that the bro. pizza at the, t- at the door? Like you, you can hear, like, her doing the dishes. Hey, no more hearts. Stop using the hearts. They're going to find our stream. Um, Dude, that was the worst. People just start mashing the heart button. Somebody, uh, you know, let me know where you're, con- you're getting your content from if it's not directly from the source for the next big fight. I'd, I'd be curious. No, I'm not saying I would follow through, but just curious. You're looking for some buff to. streams. Who huh? knows? Who knows? Okay. Okay. That was the Combat Sports Minute, folks. That was fun, man. Did we miss anything? Hey, I think we hit it all in the first What a 30. fun Saturday night, man. Just watching the fight with the boys. Uh, you guys want to talk draft? NFL draft is this week. It is. Question, I guess, a generic question before we get into some of the details. To what extent in the past did you guys, like, how big into the draft are you? First round only. Okay. At first I'm round. I'm a first day guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even, I guess, back when they did it Saturday, Sunday, were you still, like, watching all three rounds, or you just tune in for the first hour or so? Um, first hour, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I what, feel what, like once, once the picks go from Goodell making the call to, like, just random people, <laughs> like, okay, I think I've seen enough at this point. You don't want to see uh, – I'm, I'm always interested in the, in the first three rounds. Drew Pearson those, those guys, there. Those are guys you expect yeah. to hit the field pretty early. What about you? Growing up, KJ, like, up until – I worked for a, uh, a certain team. Yeah. I, I watched all three days. Mm-hmm. I watched every pick. I had scouting reports on mm-hmm. multiple people. I'm still into it. Uh, my dad, at Dave Merriman 24 on Twitter, you can see, is very into it. What's up, Dave? Uh, shouts to dad. I, I'm very much into it. I have weaned a bit in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Because you have track in? Like- lo- well, it's because I was a Rams fan, like okay. diehard Rams fan. To the point where I would build like mock drafts. I would write on like fan sided websites as a I'm guest blogger. I would do all that stuff. Wait, wait, wait. You were a Rams fan? Yeah. I'm learning Why? a lot like, here. Die hard St. Louis Rams fan. Yeah. Why? Because when I was like five and six, uh, that was the best the, show, the great greatest, greatest show on turf. turf, right? Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, great jerseys. Marshall, Marshall Falk. Falk, Ricky Prohl. You know, nobody talks about Ricky Prohl in that offense. Did you ever uh, no, sell no. your Sedman Bailey jersey? <sighs> no. No, nope. I'll tell you what, until he, uh, his unfortunate situation, he was a stud. Him One and, of the worst and, endings of a career. Yeah, him and, him and Tavon at West Virginia were, were Remind studs. Remind me how that ended? Uh, uh, sitting at a stop sign and got shot in the head. In the head. But he lived. Oh. Beatley's all right. Okay, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. I thought maybe he just like, got busted with lean in his car no. or something. No, no, that no. Was no, unfortunate. no. <laughs> Jesus. Tavon Austin, uh, Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. They didn't really know how to use him. That's what everybody says. Anyway, when the Rams – so, yeah. When uh, I was a sophomore in college, I got the chance to intern, co-op with the Broncos, switched my allegiance pretty quickly when they're paying your rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from for the next couple of years, I was really in on them. He just knew a bunch of the guys. Then when that didn't uh, work out yeah. in the end, I kind of lost interest. The Rams had moved. Jeff Fisher was gone. Okay. And so now I'm kind of a, a boat without a paddle, and the bills are sort of making their way back in. Always had a and they're late spot. round now, so yeah. you, you can be uninterested in a good way. I, I was, I mean, pick one through Mr. Irrelevant, like listening to mm-hmm. it on the radio, 
Uh, Tick and Dallas will call out every pick all three days, and they would be on site for most drafts. And it was just an event. We'd go, you know, to friends' place. It would just make a whole weekend out of it. Moving it to three days kind of kills it for me, although I get it. You know, you can watch primetime and only get the meat of it Thursday night, and then some people are interested on on, thir- on Friday. Mm-hmm. But I'm out on the whole – the Nashville draft looked badass. I'm – I think that looked awesome, but I'm out on the live event draft situation. It did give us the Drew Pearson call in Philly. Cowboys great, getting booed by thousands of Philly fans. But Also Dolphins fan, Don uh, Jeff. It, it yeah. gave us the Dolphins, but okay. I, that okay. may have been Music okay. City Hall, and, uh, or was that uh, – I don't even remember, I think – I don't it's know like where that was, but I think done. it was back in New York. But I liked the New York situation <laughs> where you know, it was contained. You knew that the Jets fans would boo every time that you know, they were on the clock and all that. So Radio I'm a big fan of the draft. I'm I'm I'm, I'm all in on Radio on the City hype. was cool too. Yes, like you just knew what you're getting. Now it's uh, Cleveland this year, Dave. So oh, very Shasta cool. Ohio Spe- again. We'll do our the, next meetup. The my the Dolphins fan. It, it's always fun to see live like fans' reactions. <laughs> if it's not a quarterback, a receiver, or running back, no one really cares that much. They like, don't really know. Like, yes. you, you, you don't get hype. You don't get hype for a left guard. You just don't. There's like a like I can tell you right now. Oh, the kid from Oregon, the dude from Oregon, uh, right? Penae Swill. Like that's the guy. Yeah. Unless it's him. And he took 2020 off, and even then, I guarantee people coming into this draft season weren't like, oh, shit, we need him, until they saw some of his, like, combine numbers and, and or testing yeah. numbers and saw him on, on uh, the charts. Yeah, so. but getting your team drafts an unknown, you're like, what, what do I do here? But you've got to fake like you love yeah, it. Like, oh, or yeah, like, that, And that's kind of what that guy was doing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We, we've you know, really been wanting this this guard from Wisconsin. <laughs> Who was it they drafted? It was like a fourth-round pick or something. It was later on, I believe. I mean, dude, you can't be mad in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, you got to mm-hmm. fill out a roster, All man. right, I respect, le- uh, you know, left tackle out of yeah, Elon. You need, uh, yeah, you need a backup <laughs> defensive tackle at some point. I guess we need a depth of that position. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Um, we got to talk about um, Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. All 166 pounds of him. He's getting flamed. I don't I mean, care if he weighs in at 122 pounds. I'm still picking him as the first receiver in the draft. Great. Jamar wow. Chase has something to the say about that, The guy is an absolute baller, man. Yeah. The ball skills on that dude, the route running, he's unbelievable. I do have to own up to a very aggressive statement I had back in, I don't know, October. Uh, there's another gentleman sitting in this seat. Uh, some may call him the battle-toed bad, battle bad boy. Oh, I'll call yeah. him the unna- unnamed, uh, the retiree. The unretired, The unretired, potentially. But if... Jalen Waddle gets drafted prior to Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase. I will be on this podcast next week plugging all of that gentleman's content throughout the episode in his honor. Wait, what did he say? He said Jalen Waddle is going to be the best, the first pick wide receiver. Okay. And I told him he was absolutely crazy. I thought it was either Jamar Chase and that's what I said. or Devontae. Agreed. And okay. I think that's how it's going to go, but I did see some headlines that Brought this to the front of mind this week that okay. there's some chatter that people are thinking Waddle might be the choice. Is Waddle an undersized guy too? He's thicker, but he's not a tall I dude. I don't think. I don't. I don't know his how, measurables. I know he's, he's bigger build. than 166. You, uh, I guess. How do you go to Alabama mm-hmm. and go through their their strength and conditioning program and not add? I mean, not not get it to at least 180 pounds. Dude, it's genetics, man. Yeah, but some people just can't. Some people just got zero fat on that. He didn't need it. I, I know mean, he did. I, yeah, obviously he didn't need it. I'm just it's. How tall is he? Six, basically. They said like five eleven, six. Yeah, it could have been in the, could have been the situation Harrison. where like, okay, this dude clearly moves around the field much better than everybody else. Let's not stack a bunch. Yeah, of maybe they were smart, him. but you just, I don't know. You always hear like, I mean, just the way the body changes in college. 
you can't play at the NFL at one sixty six. Like he's not going to play at that, right? Why not? If he just runs by you, <laughs> I mean that's true. It's just like I, 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 I you can't know. you can't jam him on the line if you can't touch him. He's, yeah, he's, he's true. So, he moves so well. One sixty six is crazy. He's not going over the middle for it. It's it's think. only so crazy to me because it's 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 only a little bit more than I weigh. But isn't that the position on the field where you can get away with being mm-hmm. smaller more than any other position? I mean, I'm not. I don't want to bring it back to like SMU stuff, but like Cole Beasley is not a like. He's been in the league for ten plus years producing, and he's not Devonte Smith. Right. Uh, he, I don't think that's going to play as big of a role now. What? Can he do on the field to justify being picked at that level or at that uh, slot? I don't know, especially seeing how things have gone for Hollywood Brown. But I think that's more of the offense and Lamar Jackson than anything. But he can't be, what, 175, 180? Oh, yeah. Okay, but who's got bars? Cole Beasley, obviously. That's true. That's true. If you don't think he does, he may tell you to EAD. He's the Bumblebee. Is that his thing? I don't think that's his name. It has something to do with bees, but I think it's like stinging bees or some shit. Because of bees. He's not involved in the seventh floor, is he? Uh, no. We did not have seven floor buildings at uh, SMU. Got it. We got a skyline to protect. Have you ever been to the SMU campus? I have not. It's. We'll see you there in the fall. I want to go to the, what are they called? The neighborhood? Boulevard. 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 <sighs> Mini Grove. But uh, I'm excited. Um, what are the Niners doing at three? Sheesh. Guys. Guys, we got to figure this out. If it's Trey Lance, great. Um, I think a lot of the chatter about which quarterback's going to go first, second, or third is whatever. I think you've got to be able to write articles to fill in all the days when you already know the first pick overall for so long. And apparently you already know the second pick overall. So now it's like, okay, let's just speculate on pick three. Oh, I don't, who's the second pick overall? Uh, Zach Wilson to the Jets seems all but Pretty boy sure. from BYU. I watched him throwing it around in his, uh, his, on his pro day. He missed a lot of throws. I, I don't. I'm not a scout. I get it. But. More than our boy Trey Lance, who had to run back his pro day. He did two pro days because his first one was so bad. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was what was it? Uh, Fields also did a second one, but without the combine, it's hard for me to kind of judge the double pro day experience. Like, because these players usually would have had a combine and a pro day, and nobody would have thought twice about it. Like right. having two probably yeah. is okay. Yeah. Um. I think with Zach Wilson, I know we were the official uh, or the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers were the official team of this podcast throughout the fall. Correct. We all know that's who BYU's hopes died at the hands of. I, I've got nothing against Zach Wilson, except for he is one of those uh, Under Armour headband wearing guys. Yeah. Uh, it's a little more swag than somebody at this table may be interested in seeing on an athlete. <laughs> you don't like that much swag? <laughs> and I, hey. I'm okay with him on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he kind of fits the bill of Dylan. No, I don't think so. He might be the swaggiest, potentially Dylan. Mormon quarterback uh, in the draft. Who knows? That's probably fair. I probably think that's fair. fair. Yeah. You, you, Do y'all have any hopes as Cowboy fans for this draft? Are you dead? What are they? What position? What tenth, position are they targeting? Tenth overall. Everybody's saying Sertain. That would be sick. I would that's, like that. I, I think that's likely to happen. Um. Their defense was historically bad, so if, his, if for some reason, historically bad. yeah, I mean it was it was hilarious how bad it was. Sean Lee retired. Oh, he did. Not so today. Damn, you missed it. Damn, pull one PSU out. great. Like Sean Lee, I have no bone to pick. I mean, couldn't stay healthy, but awesome dude. Coach on the field. Coach on the field. Hard, hardest worker in the room. First on the field, last off. Absolute dog when he was healthy. Just a total bulldog. Hey, um. 
Go ahead, Brett. I was just going to say, one of the guys who kept the neck roll going for long after it was retired. Well, well now it's been, Van Der Esch has got Van Der Esch that now. Got the Does he have now? it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shouts to Leighton Mary, another potentially Mormon guy. He's not Mormon. Where, did he go to be? Or no, he went to Boise State. But there are a lot. Uh, maybe. He might be. He's, poten- he's potentially Mormon. Avid outdoorsman. It's Isn't everybody possible. potentially Mormon? Exactly. <laughs> Avid outdoorsman. Oh. Uh, let me say this about um, what the Cowboys might do at 10. If Kyle Pitts is there at 10 for some no reason. No chance, Dave. Big if. I'm just saying. He's the the freakish tight end from uh, Florida? Yeah. He is, uh, yeah, best tight end prospect in years, I think. A big, I, I think he's phenomenal. Incredible to watch. I'm a little jaded even knowing – even knowing now that Vernon Vernon Davis had a solid ten year career, like not Hall of Fame, but more than adequate to be drafted as high as he was um, by the Niners, I believe, out of mm-hmm. Maryland. But every part of me still looks back at like a Vernon Davis, even George Kittle for that matter, and I'm like, okay, you can have all of this, and is that the player that's changing your trajectory to a Super Bowl? Maybe. I mean, hell, you had Tony Gonzalez for a decade, and you know. I think they're incorporated into the modern offense a little bit better now. I mean, like, you take Kelsey off of uh, yeah, the Chiefs. True. What that, is that? That's a great, great like? point. It's probably still really good, but <laughs> yeah, Kelsey's like un- he's. I mean, there's a handful of uh, safeties in the league that can defend him. If yeah. I have a 36 year old, 40 million dollar quarterback on the contra- on the payroll for one more year, I might be thinking about how do I get out from under the rock that is Matt Ryan. The fact they have Matt Schaub still on their roster last year, up until last year. You've got to think quarterback at as some much point. as the pick for it's Kyle Pitts. It's like unless the three quarter they're saying Lawrence Wilson Jones one two three. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the fourth best quarterback or Kyle Pitts, it's like oh fuck. Well, we'll, yep. we'll we just gotta we have to. Good point. Unless I, somebody's in love with the fourth best, and I will, hey, I'll take a call. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, Jones. Pitts Pitts to the Falcons. Yeah. I don't want that. To Julio happen. the Pitts. Yep. Julio, how old's Julio? And, uh, old. Yeah, I mean, there. he's still – he, he might get traded, though, so I don't no, even know what's going on. Still top five receiver. I'm, uh, between watching Julio and um, uh, Rick Calvin Ridley and Pitts play re- uh, as a receiving core. Muhammad I, Sanu somehow is like gets eight touchdowns for the Falcons. He's I don't know. He might be there. on the Bengals now. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, he came from the Bengals, but I think he's moved. I don't know. Okay. It's Russell Gagey who's still there. Gotcha. Um, and then you've got, like, the Cardinals who have A.J. Green and, and Hopkins on the same yeah. receiving core, so – There'd be a lot of interesting teams like that, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm looking to see what happens with Sewell, the tackle, because that in any other draft would be a top two pick, top three pick. So there are going to be trades that occur to get him, um, especially if you are the Chargers and you've got an early pick and, and a shot at him. You have the opportunity to pull up, assume it's white boy summer, and you're pulling up to one of these two draft houses, Cliffs or the Rams. <sighs> Which one are you choosing? I'm on record saying I don't I don't like Cliff's vibe. It's too too modern for me. Mm. It's a sick house. Don't get me wrong. Like I would absolutely the, oh, take okay. it. Cliff's house's vibe. Okay. Yeah. The the vibe of his house is too. It's too minimalist and it's a little museumy for me. Sure. Know? Sure. The ceilings but are it, like very high. The I'm ceilings sure, are the roof. I'm sure the ladies love it. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Humble guy stood in line at the Barstool Super Bowl party in Houston for the entire line, and instead of just being coming up and being like, "Hey, I'm Cliff Kingsbury," mm. see, I wouldn't have done that. No, if I was him, I'd probably go in like the VIP entrance. The dude, the, like, yo, I'm I'm Dave Ruff, circling yeah. back. I'm D Man. He came up. He goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, Kingsbury. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Cliff. Come on, like, 
you're the head coach of tech at this point. Yeah, just come, come on, on in, in, player. Yeah. You go do the fucking news is going to be there. Proprietor, he's got his own trail mix bars. Like, come Does on. he? Good for yeah. him. I don't know if that's him. Uh, <laughs> dude, the uh, the Rams draft draft house is is in Malibu, and it's I think it's sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. Second Rocket Mortgage. No, it really is. I know it's it's. It's weird we that we're our... getting to that point, but I think we need to have a Wash Media sponsored draft house for somebody. Is Jerry going back to the yacht? Do we know? Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, Bravo, Bravo, Eugenia. <laughs> what was, a name. baller. He did all of his picks from the fucking yacht. I think they're doing the star this year and it's pumping that up big time. Sponsored by Comrocket Mortgage. There you go. It's just at Miko. They're doing That's it. right. Come rocket morning. They should do Javier's in the cigar bar. Mm. Ooh, I love that place. We're just that, place th- that place absolutely fucks. It does. Mm-hmm. Better wear a collar, a little coat. Speaking of fucking, okay. what's going on in the NHL, Brett? Wow. I can't, I can't, I'm so excited. There's, there's news all over the place. I want you to break some news. I want you to give us a home stretch preview. I want you to just get wild here. Well, you want the breaking news, Dave. Yeah. The breaking news first. Uh, the NHL rights package their b package as everybody knows espn has the a package now moving forward starting next season the b package is apparently going to turner sports we're gonna get barkley we're talking gonna get barkley puck. talking puck Ooh. ernie ernie i'm telling you <laughs> i'm telling you i played with popeye jones you gotta think sam's got something this That's is a terrible game. Barkley. I, I, uh, I I'm not going to even try one for many, for many reasons. <laughs> you but couldn't go with an Ernie. They uh, Ernie. I saw some funny <laughs> tweets saying that they Barkley does a segment like, "Do you know this NBA player?" Mm-hmm. Imagine Barkley doing that with NHL guys. Barkley just no. He, I I wouldn't blame him if he didn't know who Connor McDavid was. Also stole our podcast. I uh, the steam room. Who's Connor stole McDavid? Oh, that's true. Really, Klein. Please step away from Dylan. your phone and your no, dashboard. Really. Is he okay. I know Dylan doesn't watch hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? He's the Oilers. The Edmonton. He's, he's like the best player in the. Oh, in is the he the Edmonton? Current For some reason, I thought he was on the yeah. Avs. Really? Okay. Yeah. Who's on the Avs? Uh, Nathan McKinnon. Now I know. Oh, McKinnon. You're Look, right. I'm, and then Kale. I'm not, not, not going to pretend to know everything about That's hockey. That's fine. I, if, if I don't know something, I'm going to speak up because I want other people don't know too. He's not on the Las Vegas Aces. We can agree upon that. Isn't he on the Fort Worth Fire? Let's go to the Texas Stars game. Let's can he, go here. Can he dangle? He, McDavid? He's an ice bat. Uh, yeah, Dylan. He, oh, can he go he top shelf? Dangle McDavid. He can go, he can go top top titties is what they, call, they say sometimes. I don't like Nobody's that. calling it top titties. He the sixth wherever. hole, can if you really will. Skate? Wherever you want him to skate, Dylan. He do can that do that here. He can do it. Anyway, Turner is getting the, uh, the B package coming in around $200 million a year. No figures have been unreleased yet. Uh, the NHL is basically tripling their yearly revenue. Uh, with these That's next good. packages. Good for them. I'm excited for them. ESPN, Turner, they're going to be a, a, a lot more in digital. ESPN Plus is going to get the, the Sunday ticket of the NHL. Okay. Uh, exciting stuff for the for the league because look at the NBA the last 10 years, the explos- how, like, how they've exploded with Turner and ESPN. The NHL is following the playbook. Shit, I don't watch it anymore, man. I can't watch the NBA. Too political for me, man. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking back to like, as recent as two years ago, you had NHL playoff games that were like almost being preempted by Monster Jam on like speed television <laughs> yes, or some on, shit. On, on NBC Sports, which RIP the NBC Sports Network, that's, that's going away. That's, NBC that sucks. Has, has officially pulled out of any NHL talks. Um, what are they going to have on NBC Gold? I think I pay for that for PGA coverage. That's it. It's going to be it's going to be golf and, and football. Mm, I think it's going to be director right? commentary of episodes of the community. Okay, I might, I might be in. Happy this. endings rerun. 
Hey, great phenomenal. Show. Bring me Eliza. Bring me Alicia. Hmm. Great. Damon Wayans Jr. Jr. Very good. Um, last question on uh, hockey going to Turner. Like, I think we're all thinking Barkley, and now that I'm realizing this, we're going to get Crank Yankers or whatever it's called. Uh, what's the Impractical show? Jokers. Impractical oh, Jokers God. is really who's going to actually be. Like, I feel like that audience is, is a hockey-leaning audience. Yeah, Turner, uh, between TNT and USA, we're going to be like uh, Shooter – Extended cut into the Stanley Cup playoffs is going to be a, yeah. a phenomenal thing. Also, rumors that because uh, TNT splits the NCAA tournament with mm-hmm. CBS. And true. And true. We might get Jim Nance doing a hockey game. Zero percent chance. Oh, Nance is not <laughs> equipped for um, hockey. J- j- imagine Jimmy and Tony up there. Oh, Jimmy's going to do That's what they're going to get from Tony. <laughs> I think it's a penalty shot. Go on top shelf, Jim. Hey, folks, growing up in Wisconsin, you knew I was so cycling the puck. Hanging out at the Dells. We used to love playing some pond hockey. I'm a uh, terrible impressionist. <laughs> I need to stop it. It works no, in no, my no. head, people not like, out of my voice. People want, if you want more KJ impressions, let us know. Yeah, call um, the dip line. Say but anyway, no with the, the next seven Stanley Cup finals, ESPN has four of them, and Turner will have three of them. They're saying cable, basically cable TV is too small for the Stanley Cup finals. They need a broadcast partner. CBS makes sense in this instance is what people are saying. Sheesh. In the streets. Um, other breaking news, the International Ice Hockey Federation, the IIHF, U18s underway from Frisco, Texas. Okay. okay. Uh, the U.S. plays Russia today. All these kids are, are young Ooh. guns, going to be drafted this summer, Dylan, from Comerica Center and the Children's Health Star Center. I do not know Comerica Center. Very cool. But I'm sure it's nice. We used to have a Star Center in Duncanville. True story. Really? It is. Yeah. Now a former former Papa John's Bob Knight's Fieldhouse. Now it's just Duncanville Fieldhouse. Interesting. Uh, Dylan, your Las Vegas Golden Knights taking the top spot in NBC's NHL power rankings mm. right now. Yeah, that's not a surprise. Not the aces. <laughs> the stone man's on fire. Marc-Andre Mark Fleury looks 10 years younger. Petrangelo and Shea Theodore are just, they're just oh, cooking. And your boy Patch. They can't stop you, dangling. How's March so doing? Is he still with the Golden Knights? Uh, no. He's not? No, he is. Jonathan Marchessault? Yeah. He's, he's, he can rip. I like that name. Yeah. But the Stone Man and Patch Ready are, are cruising right now. Stone Man, he's he's a force out there, you know? They're gonna, they're, there's a, a setup brewing with them in, uh, in Colorado that I can't wait to watch. They're, by far the two best teams in the West. Really? Yeah. Let's fucking go, Dave. Absolutely. I don't want to hear it, dude. Let's fucking stars go. Are, stars are flirting with it. They're trying to make a late push. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about with the, with the playoff race is that the, the stars are, are sneaky. Sneaky in there. They're they're technically in fifth right now behind Nashville, but they have two games in hand on the Preds. You do not want them to get hot. We saw what happened last year. They rode a hot goaltender. Kidobin. Kidobin all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's right. They have the big rig. And uh, speaking of getting hot at the right time, boy Jason Robertson's got a, uh, a Calder Trophy nomination coming his way. He is the best rookie. And to be fair, he is pretty much the only rookie I've really followed this year. You so. were saying they no real no real fanfare on on Robertson coming into the year, and he's stepped up. Uh, I think that's just weird bat. Maybe it's because I live in Texas and I live in Austin, uh, but I feel like that's bad NHL marketing. But I could be wrong. The NHL is known for that, though, right? Of course. The only problem with him is he's running into the buzzsaw known as Kirill Kaprizov mm. on the uh, Minnesota Wild, who yeah. is a, he's like twenty four, so he's not really a, he's a rookie in name only. Yeah, he's a rhino. Yeah. Come on. Uh, okay. That's he, good. He's old. He's old. But he's, he's kind of setting the Lindsey record. Lindsey Graham. 
<laughs> Sir. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to set the pace for all rookies. So he he's probably gonna get the calder, but Robertson's got he's got a uh, an argument to be made. Thank you. Thank you for knowing that. Uh, anyway, in this in the playoff races, the East, you're looking at basically the Rangers have a chance to beat uh, to catch up to Boston. The North, nobody, the North sucks. Toronto is pretty much it. Um, and then the the West is going to be the most fun division, watching Vegas and Colorado battle it out with Minnesota. Any intrigue or have there may been any announcements? I guess everything will be domestic and answer my own question here. Yeah. 70% of the, the league has not played any of the Northern Division. Correct. Hell, they haven't played any other divisions. They've only played also this correct. pod system. Yeah. So all of the Canada teams have only been playing the Canada teams all year, correct? Yep. And none of the other divisions have played each other? or Correct. So Zero crossover. So every every division is sending one team to the Final Four. This playoff situation is going to be quite uh, quite unique. And the fact that they're ranking teams like they are, when they aren't, you don't have the slate of compared, like common games as you usually would, is, you know. That's some interesting. It's tough. There. You have no All idea. All the games will be played in the U.S., though, I assume. Like, they're making Canada come down here. You would think. Cause, yeah. No yeah. no announcement as to what's happening on that thus far, but yeah. you would think it's going to be a... Trudeau don't want us up there. I, no. Unfortunately, the, the Women's World Cup uh, games were canceled as well mm. in, in Canada. So. Are the, when are the Goodwill games? Uh, I, I, unclear. Right after the junior Goodwill ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. That's all I want to know. Man, hockey's heating up. I'm excited for playoff hockey. NBC is going to go all out their last last Stanley Cup playoffs. Playoff for, hockey for is so much fun. Every night you get a, a game. I was so three last time. Yeah. When they did the staggered starts, it was just like, oh, come on. Oh. Oh. So. Jeez. Go Knights. Um, go Knights, go Stars. KJ, I would assume you're, you kind of hit the Stars. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm – as much as I'm in on hockey, I'm certainly going to support the Stars. I would Thank love you. it if uh, we could have some production out of our Stars, quote unquote, pun intended. <laughs> Jamie Ben, um, Sage and, is uh, coming back. Sagan Sage is coming back. back. Okay, great. Are we getting Sagan from Boston? No, we're getting hip we're getting replacement Sagan, Sagan from like I don't know if he had a hip replacement. But post naked on a Zamboni with the rubber duck, Saban, like Sagan, not Saban. Um, yeah. I recreated that photo in watercolor. People forget about that. Interesting. Well, you know who's not anywhere near the playoffs are the Sabres nor the Blackhawks, Randy. Sorry about that. The Sabres look better, though. Donnie Meatballs, Donnie Granado having a good good uh, end of the year. For, them. for about a week and a half period, my, my Twitter feed was essentially just people just like, oh, just throwing up about the Sabres. Literally the entire you, league. You, even yeah. like our friends at brunch, yep. Pete, mm. DJ, they're just like, what the fuck? They were ranked behind the Seattle Kraken at 32. Man, it's just very disrespectful as uh, they are not even a real team yet. Correct. They're not, they're not a team. Of course, they play at the Crack House, right? Yeah, the oh, Crack God. House. The Climate oh. Pledge Arena. Jeez. Mm-hmm. In Seattle. Gosh, worse than walking stick. I forgot about that. Well, guys, Brett, thank you. Um, Phenomenal. Do you want to do a little Sunday read? Let's do a little Sunday read because uh, it's we are in the middle of spring. If your lawn if your lawn's not looking great, it's time to change that. I know KJ's is. KJ might have like the greenest thumb of all of us. He's doing work in the lawn. Sunday's there to help you see your lawn thrive this spring with your own custom lawn care plan from Sunday. I love this stuff. It's more than just a lawn care product. It's a custom lawn care plan with a variety of ways to help you grow a beautiful lawn, control weeds, remove pests. They take out all the guesswork and unwanted chemicals so you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, pets, and the planet, guys. I can't echo that point enough. My struggle with my lawn for the past few years was not necessarily being willing to do something or 
figuring out how it was just knowing when and what to do and, and having a plan established. I burned up all of my grass last year. I fertilized. I had the guy who cuts my grass. He also fertilized. I forgot both happened. I thrice fertilized, burned the whole lawn up. Terrible. So I've been building back from basically scratch. Got GetSunday.com. They basically put in my address. They mapped out the yard. They knew exactly what type of soil in the area we had, how big the yard was. Sent me a whole package basically saying, here's your plan. You open it up. It's very simple. Follow this instruction. Here's how you do it. No more guesswork. In fact, they were like, hey, pull a little bit of dirt out of your yard, send it to us, and the next package will be even more tailored fit to what you need. It is the easiest process to get in my lawn. You hear about uh, you hear about Dylan's nutrient profile? I heard about his nutrient profile. No, nutrients were trash. Dude, like his gut biome, C minus. Well, come on. Talk about how he's a KJ's a a green thumb. Uh, You know what? It's for even for people who aren't. It's Mm -hmm. just really easy to use. That's why I like it. Because I I, I'm not the one to get out there and actually like spend a, you know, significant amount of time on my lawn. But it's so easy. Love it. Here's how you do it. Go to uh, GetSunday.com. You put in your home address, and their free lawn analysis tool will take care of the rest all in just seconds. Like KJ said, they use the soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan, so you get all the stuff your lawn needs and nothing it doesn't. Sunday is made with ingredients that you can actually pronounce like seaweed, (laughs) iron, and molasses, so you can grow better and feel better about it. How about that? You get all this ready-to-use stuff, these cool pouches with uh, Mm -hmm. aesthetically pleasing packaging. It's fantastic, man. It really works. Makes your grass look better than ever. Right now, we got a special offer. Let them take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash bang. That's GetSunday.com slash bang, and that'll get you $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. Big fans of Sunday. Huge. Big fans. You guys uh, talk a little NBA, or do you want to table NBA? Yeah, we'll wait on NBA. We'll wait on NBA. We just know we have an eye on it. We're continuing to monitor. Mavs are in the sixth seed. Yeah, we'll get to them. I had a whole Mavs rant last week. There's there's much to be said about this new play-in format, but we'll we'll let some time pass, get through the draft, and we will go all in on NBA. All I want to do right now is party. So let's party. It's the sports party. Guys, Alex Smith is retired. I can't remember if that happened before or after we recorded last time. I think it did. It did. Okay. Confirmed. Good. It was time. Double cheers to Alex Smith. Yep. Greatest comeback in uh, in sports history, said by somebody I forget who. Ooh. I think it was just uh, the. I didn't say that. The Skins or me, the Washington Football Team, their owners. Oh. Skins. Huh. I, I would maybe argue the cat, but shout out to David Kalua, a Skins actor to win an Oscar. Um, Orlando Brown traded to the Chiefs. <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> Love how the, Chief, the Chiefs got really good. After they were really good. After they were really, really good. They parted ways with both their tackles at the end of a Super Bowl season. You just don't see that, especially when Eric Fisher was one of them. First 1-1, I guess not first, but he was first-round pick first overall a few years back out of Central Michigan. Extremely uh, talented, successful, but 10 years into his career, went another direction. People are saying the Chiefs are desperate. Now they got baby Zeus. Are they panicking? I think you... You've got 400 and what is it? What did uh, T.O.'s lawyer say? You got 450 million reasons why to support Patrick Mahomes. So you better go make every <laughs> move you can to do this. Uh, guys, speaking of Waco, Texas, Kim Mulkey to LSU. She's leaving Baylor. 
the, the three-time national championship uh, women's basketball coach, um, and just a absolute lightning rod. One of the best to ever do it. One of the best to ever do it. One of the most polarizing. I feel like people opposing fan bases in the Big 12 really don't like Kim Mulkey. She'll, you know what? She'll issue a take on you. She will. She will, You give her the microphone. She's going to give you a sound bite. What was hers this year? She notably said after they got bounced respectfully. So it wasn't she was saying, hey, you should change this role for me and my, my team. But she was saying going into the final four for the women's this year, they should just stop testing for COVID because it would be a tragedy to see any of these teams get kicked out of the tournament if they were to test positive as opposed to i hope everyone you know practices precautions right, right. safe and just make sure they don't test positive so they can go out and perform yeah. like they did she did that while having one of the big mask biggest mask blunders throughout that press conference it's a problem but you know her and uh edo press conferences ooh, ooh electric uh, look out that could be good but yeah, I don't know, man. She's leaving Baylor, a place that doesn't necessarily have the best uh, history with uh, institutional control, to LSU. Um, <laughs> she can pick them. Just to Fred's. She's apparently, yeah, she's from Louisiana. She played at Louisiana Tech. So Any, um, she's, people are like, oh, she's going home. It's like, yeah, she's not really going home. Larry Brown may unretire and have that, too. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I've seen some behind-the-scenes stuff on what maybe like where she – Got crossways with the AD. Maybe she wanted her name on a court in a new facility that might be being built. Or may not be. I don't know if any of that's true. I just know there's some, some paywall content that has been screenshotted to me. And I'm putting it out there. I don't know. Wow. Mm. Sources, Dave. Trevor Sources. Bauer. Yeah, in baseball news, Trevor Bauer, of course, pitcher for the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, comes out, interesting for a pitcher to say this, but says that celebrating after home run is actually good for baseball. Wow. And, of course, huh. uh, Tatis Jr., as he will do, took him deep the other day. Yes. Yeah. That was a fun little series. You know my, my Padres, man. They looked good last night. That was a big win. It's my first taste of extra innings ball with the new rule. Dude on second. It's it. still jarring. I'm not sure I like it. Whoa, I thought that was just right a co- like a COVID season thing. That's, that's yeah, sticky. Yeah, they that's, didn't end it after COVID oh my season gosh. for some reason. There's a couple rules they kind of kept. But people are like, why? Just to speed up the game. Is it not just like bunt the guy over and sack fly him? Is that not the strategy? I think everybody would agree that you've got to end baseball games in a more timely fashion. Like even the no hitter the Rangers had from the Padres earlier this year was a four hour game almost. Like yeah. you got to speed that shit up. Yeah. It's, it... We're big F1 guys around here, and a big part of what we like is that's a two hour race mm-hmm. and, and you're done, barring any delays, but whatever. Did you guys catch any of the Zurich? Little team golf. I did event. not. I didn't catch any of it. Uh, I was pretty dialed in on it yesterday afternoon. You had uh, Mark Leishman and Cam Smith awesome. defeating Charles Schwartzel and uh, Louis Oosthuizen. Schwartzel's the uh, Charles Schwartzel's the stock guy, right? Like financial investor. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Yep. He's the Masters winner. Masters winner, sir. Mm. Green jacket. Respect the jacket. I, One only, Charles. I only know Danny Willett. He is. He, Charles Schwartzel earned his. Let okay. me say that. Yeah, Schwartzel is a more likable version of Danny Willis. Gotcha. Hot dog place, right? Exactly. Yes. Just don't say pretzels. That was fun. So, you know, it's the, they do the, the four ball, then they do the foursome, so they alternate formats. So, like yesterday was alternate shot. It's just fun. It's different. You could see different players. Is it better like than match shot. play in terms of, like, watchability? Uh, ooh. You don't like match play? No, well, 
as what? we talked about with Dell match play, the issue being that by Sunday you've got such a reduced field oh, that yeah. it's harder to have a mass audience engaged. No, no, with. absolutely. Okay, yeah. As far as in-person viewing, this is yeah. it was it's in New Orleans. Uh, okay. People were boozed up. Okay. I mean, late in the day, everybody's you know trying to get their bits off. A lot of fun. This seems like the time of year you'd want to go to New Orleans. Like, I think like late summer. Different thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the uh, the foursome name. It's confusing. Yeah. It's, I just want to throw that out there. I mean, it's one of those where, like, you or your SIGA, like, have a okay. friend, couple. Right. Well, okay. never the golf one. Okay. Shaking my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> we partied a little too hard. Cat looked better on crutches than people thought, or at least that was what was going around our group text. Did not feel a little bit, like, Michael Jackson-esque, where it's like you would so rarely see him in public that when paparazzi got a chance to see Michael Jackson, they're like, oh, we saw him, and he held his baby over a balcony, take a bunch of pictures. It's like, we hadn't seen Tiger in moths. And all of a sudden, they saw a picture, like, look at him. He's on a golf cart. Holy yeah. shit. But it did feel cool to see. And there was the photo with the with the dog, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, anytime you can work a dog in, it's going to, people are going to be, oh, yeah, no matter what, they're going to like it. Yeah. He did not look happy to see the, uh, no. the paparazzi. No, me mugging. Yeah, which, I mean, I would be, too. Right? I don't know. He had to expect it, though. Yeah, at some point, you got to you gotta kind of. Austin FC won a game? That means Woo! they scored a goal. Picked up three yeah, goals. Yeah, in your face, Micah, you little bitch. Where I saw Micah sign the Austin nil instead of FC. That's good. That was one he shopped out last week. He should have tweeted it then. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they playing their home games? Does anybody know? Until the stadium is completed. Dell Diamond. I don't know. Longhorn something or other. Okay. Probably. I'm reason I'm asking is uh, is this the first Park. professional sports win the city of Austin has had? Yeah. The ice bats, yeah. Did the ice bats ever win? Uh, this major league. Yeah, at but the that, yeah, level. that's not. Okay. Well. People say MLS is the highest level of soccer. Hmm. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've been Which, watching a lot. I guess it is. KJ, unfortunately, belongs to a soccer team. Uh. Also, since we last met, is it not already? Uh, I can't recall. Yeah. The ESL was a thing when we last met as a podcast. Remember? English is a second language. That too. But the Euro Super League. Like oh, we Super were League's all dead. about Bye. trying to figure that out. We Bye, had bitch. Will in. And oh, yeah, then by like 24 hours later, it like, was Like right after we, right we <laughs> stopped recording, the, the yeah. team started dropping out. Yeah. Yeah. So, RIP. Somebody said that, that uh, too much dip had dropped out. I was like, I didn't even know we were even in the Super League. Yeah. Yeah. Very that fun. Was big news. Wouldn't be super without us. Well, guys, that was a, that was a great sports party. I hope everybody's feeling good and has time to I run it back. Partying. Can we can we run it back? Does anybody want to run it back? I think KJ's prepared to run it back. Unless I was big ready. game. Was, oh, you're doing it. Yeah, I, was oh, I thought KJ was a lot out of big game today. Let's uh, go ahead and run it back here. This is run it back. No, I won't do that. Uh, on the uh, on, on this episode, of run it back. KJ offers a video course on bat swings filmed in his backyard. Patreon only. Dave uses ladies' scissors to trim his mustache. Scissory. Yeah. Dylan used to throw absolute bombs to trees in his backyard. I did. Yeah. Uh, Frank Thomas noted girth man. Seriously, he will steal your girl too. Dave drinks Vizzy from way downtown. When the, when, at the end of the at the end of the the sip. Uh, uh, Dylan noted squeamish tummy guy. It's true, man. I don't like gross stuff. Dave has anointed the Masvidal punch, or the punch photo, the greatest photo in combat sports history. And I don't think anybody's going to argue that. Well, you got the Muhammad Ali standing over, uh, what's his face? That's... Isn't it in black and white, though? <laughs> I mean... I mean, come on. Bro. I mean, we've come a long way. Who was that? Joe Frazier. Was it Frazier? Or no, it's probably Sonny Liston. 
Uh, Daniel Cormier and Prince Fielder have given KJ confidence to live in his own skin via their ESPN body issues. He said Cormier. Cormier. I was fucking with his content uh, in the middle of his week. He actually (laughs) landed. He stuck the landing pretty well. Uh, You should do a body issue from the pod. I I love that idea. Randy. KJ is also looking for a new illegal streaming partner. (laughs) Stedman Bailey, unfortunate ending to that career, huh? Yeesh. Uh, KJ has owned up also if Jalen Waddle is the first receiver drafted he will plug all of Micah's socials on this very podcast fair pour one out for Sean Lee happy retirement Dylan has on the record said I don't like Cliff's vibe at home okay. his home vibe <laughs> Javier's cigar bar absolutely fucks facts it does KJ invests his money with Charles Schwartz big facts and people say MLS is the highest level of they do no cap that's no, where it's soul back. says that he nailed phenomenal that, right? job thank you Unbelievable. Hey, Good great, stuff. Great Fun pod. pod. Everybody, everybody really contributed. Everybody delivered. Hey, hit the dip line next week. For next week, we're hitting the dip line hard. 833-371-DIP with two Ps. I want takes on how your team did in the draft. Generic, but I, I'm curious to know what teams our listeners support so I can shit on them in the fall. Yeah, please let us know. Give us some ammo. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. I'll bring them dips.